0: This week on Dice Boys <laughs> Hey everyone, Blake here. Thanks so much for tuning in to Dice Boys. This is episode 3 of the season we are calling The Lonely Art Collector. This is an ongoing story, so if you haven't started at episode 1 or even episode 0, I encourage you to go back and do that. Or you can just jump right in here and potentially be confused. Potentially not, who knows. Last time, the players ventured into the Kintree Forest to make their way to a mysterious wizard tower and retrieve a painting for their very first client ever, a foul-mouthed dwarf named Amadeus. On their way to the tower, they were ambushed by a giant spider and a battle ensued, which they barely survived. After which, they found a dead body and discovered a note on that body indicating that they weren't the first ones to be hired by Amadeus. When the players finally arrived at the tower, before they could enter they were again ambushed this time by some blighted vegetation that surrounded the tower and just when it seemed that hope was lost and the players were all going to die in the woods they were rescued by some wood elves led by holly genaro to find out what happens next let's go down to the basement head to the table and roll some dice All right, so you see the figure of this female wood elf standing in this stretch of clearing between the edge of the woods where Yon-Yon, you, and Biggle were hiding from these blighted creatures. Dodge is standing in that clearing as well and the unconscious bodies of Alok and Matias are laying on the ground and she's standing in front of you and very imposing and authoritative. and she says, Welcome to Thornrose Tower. And it's at that moment you hear a peal of thunder in the sky, and she looks up. She says, we should hurry. We should get inside as quickly as we can. You, Yon-Yon, Yan, see smoke rising up from behind her. Then a, a quick burst of flame conflagration behind her, and she doesn't seem to notice it. She's looking up at the sky intently, and you, you realize, oh, shit, that's right. I lit the branches on fire.
1: Um, I'll walk over to it and cast um, Control Flame and Extinguish the Flames.
0: Yeah, she sees you walk out of the woods and sees you extinguish this flame. And she says, great, it makes sense that you would be attuned to the orum and be able to control that. She turns to her compatriots. Powell, Al, see if you can clear a path up to the door. And then she turns to the one with the short beard, the short crop beard, and she says, Ellis, make a loop around and make sure there are no more of these blights to surprise us. She looks at you, yon-yon, she says, I can help with your friends, but I don't have a lot of strength left. I look down at my body. Me neither. <laughs> and it's at that that she walks over to the body of Aloc. She begins to kneel down and then sees that he's a half-orc and gives you a strange look and says... You keep troubled He's company. actually
2: not that bad.
0: That's good to hear.
1: Not all things are as they appear.
0: Indeed. And then you see her eyes go yellow, and her hand glows a little bit, and she sets it on Alok's chest. Alok, you get 10 HP back as she casts Weed. Cure Wounds <gasps> into you. And you come to staring into the face of a wood elf with tattoos under her eyes and her hair cropped so short. It seems, it seems functional for this kind of outdoor life that she lives. Who are you? I'm Holly Gennaro. Welcome to Thorn Rose Tower. I'm here to help you and your friends. Take as much time as you need.
1: Where, my friends? Where are my friends?
0: They're all here. We're all safe. Okay, And she gets up, seeming a little woozy, and walks over to where Matthias lays. She sees that he's a half-elf. Without looking at you, Yon-Yon, you just hear her say to herself, kind of, strange company indeed. She kneels down, and again her eyes turn yellow, and her hand glows as she sends life into the unconscious body of Matthias. Matthias, you're healed for max from this spell, 12 HP which I think exceeds your max, so. And you come to looking into the eyes of the most beautiful wood elf you've ever seen.
3: Did, did we succeed in, in the, the battle? Did, is this a, is this a... I... Uh, okay. Please, don't
0: try to talk. You are injured, but you are fine now. I'm Holly Gennaro of the Gennaro Clan. And give me an intelligence roll to see if this rings a bell for you. That is going to be a 19. You had had memory of a wood elf clan that lived in these woods. And when she says that, you remember that that was the name of
3: the clan, the Gennaro clan. Oh, you are uh, of of the Gennaro clan? Is it correct? Yes. It is uh, wonderful to meet you.
0: And she looks into your eyes and has kind of an inquisitive look, and she says,
3: And your name was? My name is, uh, Matthias. I am not of a clan. Yes, that's obvious. Rest. My brothers
0: are clearing out the path as we speak. And she stands up and looks at the rest of you, and you get a better look at her now. She is wearing a, a very simple knit hempen sweater underneath her cloak. And braided throughout the sweater are sticks of a dark wood. And she has, peeking out from the sleeves of her cloak, bracers on, made out of a wood that has like almost a snakeskin look to it. Very hard, shell-like looking wood. And she holds this gnarled staff with runes all over it. And as she stands close to the... Brambles you can see the cloak that she's wearing begins to as it as she stands close to it the cloak begins to take on the colors and shapes of the brambles itself and every every piece of foliage that she stands next to this cloak shifts and changes to match the look So that it almost vanishes to the eye You can hear the sounds of these other two elves hacking away at the path up to the front door of the tower, but you cannot see them. You can just see the flailing of their weapons and the flying of brambles up into the air. At that moment, Ellis, the one with the short beard, comes back around. It seems fine. I think we're safe, but we should get inside. And he looks up at the sky, and at that moment, you hear another huge peal of thunder and a few drops of rain start hitting the leaves around you. You all begin to make your way toward the path. Alok, you, and Matthias, you as well, are a, a, still a little lightheaded from having just come back into consciousness. She leads the way with her staff, kind of walking very authoritatively and looking around, says to you, Yon-Yon, go ahead, go inside. We will make sure no one, in, no one is watching. I appreciate this the two brothers that are clearing the path open this large oaken front door that was already a little bit ajar and there's leaves and pine needles that have blown and, and sticks and branches that have blown up over time onto the stairs and into the entryway and you all slowly enter into the front room of this tower and as you do a cathedral like calm sets on you as you step inside Silent rays of the last waning daylight descend diagonally into the vaulted ceiling main floor with motes of dust dancing like tiny little testaments of neglect. And the reverent air is reinforced by glowing colors from four stained glass windows far above on the far curve of the tower. Two stairways, one to your left and one to your right, curve along the inside wall and lead up to a balcony that's directly in front of you. And it stretches across the whole back half of the tower, kind of directly below these four stained glass windows. Below the balcony is a wall that also stretches across the diameter of the tower. And directly in front of you, in the center of that wall, is a hallway that heads to the back of the tower And that hallway is flanked on either side by two statues to the left of the left statue is a doorway and to the right of the right statue is a doorway. And you can see up on the balcony, you can't make out a lot up there, but it looks like there's a fireplace up there as well as a curved stairway that goes up to the, disappears up into the ceiling the vaulted ceiling. And you're kind of standing amidst this, these dried leaves and pine needles and branches that have gathered in the Stone floor entryway of this silent, forgotten tower.
1: While we have a moment alone, my friends, how do you
3: feel about these elves?
1: They seem okay to me. I'm, I'm alive.
3: I have no reason to distrust these elves. Uh, uh, they have obviously uh, helped us in a, a very difficult situation. I see no reason not to trust them. I've, I've only heard great things about the uh, Gennaro clan of elves.
2: It's curious to me that, that they would let us here. They could. They have obviously easy access to this place. I just. I don't quite understand. Something doesn't quite fit about this situation.
0: And at that, Holly comes bursting in through the door with her, with the other three elves right behind her, and she's taking off her cloak and setting. You hear the clink as she sets her staff down, and she's. Um, untightening the bracers around her arm and she's all business looking at those and she's talking to all of you and she says, we'll hole up here for the night, let the storm pass, make sure there are no beasts that we have to encounter and in the morning, I trust that you all will take care of whatever it is you need to take care of and leave as expeditiously as possible.
1: holly is, there is one question I want to ask you? There are a lot of questions I would like to ask you, but... Go ahead. Do you know why
0: we are here? I don't, and I don't particularly care. As long as you leave as quickly as you can. What do you
2: expect someone might find here in this tower?
0: The nonsense of a nonsense wizard, most likely. I'm indifferent, at best. You're welcome to keep any meaningless trinkets you find. Again.
1: So you're okay with us exploring this tower? Yes,
0: please. And you see the, uh... The two twins, as you guys are having this conversation, go into the door that's to the right of the hallway, and you get a quick peek in there, and it looks like a a dark banquet room. They look around in there and shut the door, and they're like, it looks clear.
1: So I don't want to be rude. Um, You said you had some questions for me?
0: Yes, and I'm hesitant as to whether or not I even want to engage in this conversation. It's clear that you were sent by
1: Amadeus. Oh, yeah, obviously, yes. Yes. Is he a friend of yours? I would would say more of a business associate. Hmm. That sounds about right. He doesn't seem like he has much friends. He just seems like he likes to stare at things all day and waste his life. More than you know.
0: It sounds like you are here on business. The quicker you can resolve that, the quicker you can leave, and that's in everyone's interest, so... Have your run of the tower. I believe there are bedrooms upstairs. Are you all right? <laughs> she looks at you, Alar.
1: <laughs> just, just a little smoke in my throat. Still, I'm trying to get it out. Ah, forks. Anyway,
0: yes, the, uh, the spiral staircase up there will, and she points up to the balcony, leads up to the next floor, and I think up there are some bedrooms, and I can't for the life of me remember what else when is here. When was the last so. time you were here? It's been a couple decades, I think.
1: Did you know this wizard?
0: He was a... Mm. He was an acquaintance of my mother's. At best. They had some sort of arrangement. He wished to retire here, reclusively, and whatever arrangement they made, she allowed him to stay. And Matthias, you would know that in Wood Elf Clans, the, the women run everything. The, the the men are there to be, to serve them, and to, to provide as much kind of utility as they can, but the women have all the knowledge and power.
4: Uh, so, is this similar to your arrangement with Amadeus, then? I have no arrangement with that. Dwarf. Oh, I'm sorry, I guess I made an assumption from the letter. Of course, you guys uh, must be
2: somewhat familiar for him to address a letter to you, right? This is a dangerous circumstance. We want to cover all our bases before we head into these unknowns.
0: Yes, well, the best I can say is that he's as close to an acquaintance as he can be as somebody who I would also want to kill at the same time.
1: Oh, I'm familiar with these situations. Yes, so...
0: Anyway, the bedrooms are upstairs. I do suggest we get some rest.
1: Now you'll be here with us all day long or, are, or to the night and then you're going to leave in the morning? Are you going to stay here for our entire time we are here or? She looks at her compatriots. They, they look at her with a knowing look
0: and she looks at you all and she says, it's not safe to travel these woods in the evening. We are
1: staying. Okay. You're welcome I, to leave. I think she you would
2: love
1: like. no boss. <laughs> I, I, I just think you, I misunderstood what I was saying. In the morning, are you going to stay here? Because we're obviously going to be investigating the tower. In the morning, are you going to be around, or... She says, look, I'll come straight. I just had to cover all my bases. Is all I'm trying to get at. We got word that there were intruders into the woods.
0: And so we came up toward the tower to find you. Given the knowledge that you are here on business from Amadeus, I can only assume you want something in this tower, or he wants something in this tower. Correct. I have no interest in anything here. So, we will be leaving
3: in the morning.
1: Okay. Uh, I make my way up to, to where she said the rooms were. Okay. So,
0: as you go up the staircase... I'm gonna go with you, boss. You come up onto this
5: balcony the two of you what's everyone else doing i'm gonna go with them okay okay Uh, i'm staying on the main floor just kind of within earshot of holly just kind of that's the best way to describe it like when like a band has finished a set and they're kind of like hanging out, talking with all their friends, and you mm-hmm. like want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to like in, insert yourself in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just kind of like, yeah, I'm just kind of like, i just kind of around yeah, you're waiting. For when the conversation dies down, and okay. then I might slip you're wait- in. You're waiting for your moment to so engage. You, you
4: were saying too, there's there's two doors next to two statues. Yes. Now, those, are those presumably leading to the bedrooms, or is no, there those, another hallway?
0: The bedrooms are upstairs. Okay, So as you see it, Directly in front of you is a wall that it crosses the whole tower. Okay, and Above that wall is the balcony and in the center of that wall is a hallway that goes to the back of the tower and To the left is a statue and then a door and to the right is a statue and a door and you know now because one of the elves Opened the door to the right that it leads to a banquet hall Um I want to go in the other room to the door on the left. Yep. Okay, so you're going in the door to the left Biggle. Yon Yon, you, Dodge, and Alok are going up onto the balcony to head toward the spiral staircase to go upstairs to the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matthias, you are just kind of milling, just just milling around. No,
1: I'm no, I'm no kind of kicking just some rocks, so yeah, I'm just kind of
0: hanging out. Just maybe just get a, chant,
1: just did get a look, chance. Did you me. look? Did, you, did yeah. you look at me? me? Did you look at me? Do you want yeah. to talk?
3: Oh, oh hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So, hey.
0: Okay, so we'll start with. Yon-Yon, you and a and Dodge. You come up onto this balcony and you, you get a better sight of what's up here. There are a couple chairs sitting around a fireplace on the right-hand side. A big fireplace. In the center is this spiral staircase that goes uh, disappears up into the ceiling up to the next floor. All the way on the left, on the balcony, is a small door. Like... A halfling sized door but it's two feet up off the ground and two or three feet up off the ground in the wall but most notable are these four stained glass windows that are huge they're about six feet tall three feet wide and they're incredibly ornate and they are adding to the ambiance in this echoing neglected main floor of this tower
1: what do these for?
0: when Do you just walk right past them? I, I, I was just waiting. I was
1: just, okay. I was just waiting for that moment So
0: the one on, furthest to the left is depicting a beautiful looking wood elf holding a sprout in her hands. The one next to that is a cloaked man holding a knife. The third one is the man and the woman in combat and the man has his knife raised and the woman is stabbing him with her staff like he's going high she's going low exactly yeah and then the last one is this sprout that the woman's holding in the first window is encased in some sort of stone or so there's some something around it and it's a wood elf again no, the wood elf's not in that picture. It's just the sprout. It's just a sprout? Surrounded by something.
1: And it's the same sprout in the first one?
0: It looks similar, yeah. Biggle, you open the door on the left. Very slowly. Very slowly. And it opens toward you into the main room. The doorknob on it is stuck. Like the latch wasn't even latched. So it just pulls open. And you can kind of jiggle the handle on the doorknob and it finally unsticks. And now you can get it to kind of open, close, open, close, open, close. And you see that on the back side of this door is a latch. And this door actually splits in half. So you could just open the top half if you wanted to. And you have stepped into a kitchen. Okay. And it is, you, you can see the cook fire and big basins and barrels and countertops. I'm sort of looking, uh,
4: for any sign that, uh, I, I assume that this space has been empty for quite a while, but I'm looking to see if there's any sort of noticeable effect of something being there recently. Okay, give me a perception roll. Can I, uh, do investigation? What are you investigating? I'm investigating whether or not someone has been in this space recently.
0: R- right. So, just... To Clarify like perception is like whether you would notice something uh-huh. like that okay. investigating is like I'm gonna look at this object and see So okay. investigations more for Looking at an object and trying to tell so in this instance like maybe you're investigating the floor to look for footprints Okay, how does that sound? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's gonna be a 20 the only evidence you see of anything having been in this room anytime soon is maybe some Small woodland creature came through here Somehow like like a rat or something was able to get in through the front door and scurry under the the crack of this Does the kitchen and the dining room connect? No, not quite but when you open this door into the kitchen you see off to the right is a door that looks like it probably opens into that hallway, okay, and you can assume that from there across the hallway is another door that would I'm gonna go, go into the dining room.
4: I'm gonna go through that door. Biggle is being extremely thorough,
0: doing his own search to make sure that this place is safe. Great. So you go through that door, and yeah, you step out into the hallway, and directly across from you is another door that leads into the dining room, and that one doesn't even have a latch. It's just kind of a like a saloon style door. Oh, uh-huh. and yeah, you. This all makes sense that. Whoever would cook would bring trays of food through here into the dining room and you quickly see as you cross the hallway at the end of the hall is a boarded up window and that's why the back of this hallway is so dark and you step into this dark dining room and you just see a few tables and a large... Does lar- feel
4: like the window was broken or it's just been shut like with
0: shutters? Oh, it was probably broken. Okay, yeah. cool. But even even the... The boarding looks old and forgotten.
4: Well, I'm just going to make my way around this little loop. Um, there's I want not to, really anything I'm particularly I
0: want, I, paying attention to, but... All right. I, I want to also point out there were a couple other interesting details in oh, okay. the kitchen mm-hmm. that you would have noticed. Okay. One is as you walk in the door that you walked into the kitchen, all the way to your left in the corner is another door.
4: That I assume goes into that same hallway?
0: No, that would have been to side. your right. Okay, The opposite side. Like, if you were to open this door to your left, it looks like it would go under the stairway that curved up to the balcony. I see. In the, okay. in the okay. front okay. room. And in the wall of the kitchen, kind of directly across from you almost, is a small door about your size, but about two to three feet off the ground.
4: That seems weird. I would like to, oof, I would like to investigate that door. Okay. A big ol' sized door.
0: Yeah. Oh baby, I know. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you walk up to the door and you're just going to look at it and investigate it?
4: Yeah, I'm going to, I'm kind of going to touch it. It's. Okay. Two, it, you said it's two feet off the ground?
5: Yeah, it's two to, two to three feet two off to the ground. Feet. So, so it's for above a human, my it would head. be
0: about their waist. Right, so it's above me. Yes about about the top of your head. Or, so do I see so. a chair or something? Yeah, there's there's the footstools mm-hmm. in this kitchen that presumably were there to to so be able to reach grab things one. from
4: <sighs> drag it across the floor and I'm shimmy up.
0: Okay. And, uh, put as my you, hands along the door. As you do that one of these wood elves as you get it right up to the to underneath the this little door in the wall, one of the wood elves pops his head in the kitchen. He's like, "Everything all right in here?" Oh. And he sees you kind of reaching up.
4: Yeah, I mean, I am I just saw this door, and yeah, it's the well, like, perfect size for me, so I just thought I would check oh, it out.
0: Uh, okay. And he just kind of slowly does, he's like, I don't know, I don't know what you're up to in here, but uh, I don't really want to know. So, and you see that there's a little knob at the bottom of this door, and as you're looking at it, it looks like it slides up as opposed to opening out. It just slides up and recesses into the wall. Would you like to try and open it? Yes. Okay, so you have to kind of throw it open because you can't reach to the top of the door Kind of like a it's a little stuck. Yeah, so and you're I'm, reaching up to get it already. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm using my whole force <laughs> I guess I have to hang on it if it's above and I'm pulling it down. Correct. No, you're pushing it up I'm pushing to it up. open got it. it. got it got yeah. it. Yeah, my whole force in it. It kind of knocks the the stool over so now I'm just hanging there Mm-hmm.
0: And you see a small compartment, and next to the door is, or just just inside it is, are two levers inside this compartment.
4: Well, I'm just gonna try to pull myself up so that I can see what's in the compartment.
0: Okay, yeah, it's about three feet cubed. So there I can't look down, I can't look up, it's just a cube. Yeah, just a little compartment. Hmm.
4: With these two levers. This looks in like it. an interesting contraption. Can I make a I guess perception what if I can make an assumption of
0: Yeah, why what's don't happening I, if I pull these levers. Well, yeah, give me an intelligence yeah. rule. Okay. On that one. That is going to be a twelve. You're not entirely sure not entirely sure what happens if you pull uh, flip these levers yeah so I poke my head out of this little box
4: Mm -hmm. and I kind of look both ways to see if anybody's looking and then I'm gonna flip one of the levers
5: okay
0: so Matthias you are standing in the entryway and you see your friends walk up onto the balcony and they're kind of taking in the stained glass windows and you see big ol walk over to this door on the left and he disappears in there and then you hear this grrr, scrape and holly and her brothers are talking and then one of them at, at the sound of that scrape everyone stops talking and one of the brothers r- runs away and looks looks into the kitchen and at that moment their conversation kind of dissipates and holly just takes a sigh and w- walks over and pulls out some root from her belt
5: and begins gnawing on this root and just kind of staring off into the distance. So Matthias is going to walk up with his hands on, like, two of the handles of the knives
3: on the throwing oh God, belt. that he put on? Yeah. It seems that uh, this is a very uh, defensible position, a very excellent choice for us to stay here. And I say this all in Elvish. Oh, uh, great. I have a question for you, though. She takes a big sigh and... Okay, yeah. What is it? We met this Amadeus. Yes? I do not trust this man at all, nor any of the things that he put us on. She says, well,
0: and she's, she's on the route and looks you right in the eye and says, well, first of all, he's a dwarf, so you know he can't be trusted.
3: Oh, I, I do not trust anyone, especially not the humans, but the dwarves, they are... Aren't you half-human, though? No, that is a very sensitive subject to bring up in such company right now. Oh, wow. I, I had no idea you were so sensitive about no, it. No, I despise the humans. I had no choice about my parentage. My father was a wood elf like you. Oh, really? Did you grow up in a tribe then? No, I was abandoned in the human towns. I had to grow up around them, they filthy creatures. She kind of raises her eyebrows at that. She says, yes. I. Well, then, yeah,
0: I would. I would imagine. I would in your shoes also be completely
3: disgusted with humans more so than i already am i do not trust the humans but i also do not trust this dwarf at all can you tell me are me and my compatriots walking into a trap i'm guessing he paid you to come get something He has paid us a modicum i believe
0: She'll gnaw on the root and kind of look at the floor for a bit and just kind of stare at the, the kind of drifting pine needles and leaves as they move about on the floor. And then she'll look at you and she'll say, He'll pay you. He'll pay you. You're right not to trust him, but I think in this instance, business is business for the dwarf, and if he gets what he wants, you have no reason to be concerned. They do love the coin. That is true. They are honest with it. Dwarves in their treasure, and then she chews on the roots more. So, Yon Yon, you and Alok and Daj are all on this balcony, looking at these windows. Are you... In, you kind of take them in. Do you continue on up the spiral staircase, the three of you?
1: I want to walk over to the tiny door, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is quite cute. Hmm, this is... I once or so twice, there's a small door here, okay. and I would like to open it.
0: So, you see, also with this door, that there's a little handle on the bottom and it slides up into
1: the wall. You, you cannot can you crack at it, boss. I don't think this is a sword in the stun situation, but go ahead. Is it locked or is it just like stuck? And
0: go ahead and it's just a handle, and you, tr- you try to lift it, and for you,
3: Dodge, it feels locked.
0: Okay. Um, can I try to find the locked
3: locking mechanism yeah give me investigation on that 16
0: yeah with the 16 you can see that there is some sort of latch between on the inside where the door is kind of recessed on the sides into the wall You can see that there's some sort of latch in there that is preventing it from bust out my
2: thieves tools and get into that bad boy.
0: All right. So, as you pull the thieves (laughs) tools out and begin, yeah, messing in there, you guys all hear a huge (laughs) and Biggle. I would like for you to give me a dexterity save to see if you can avoid smashing your head on the, the doorway of this dumbwaiter that you have just crawled into. So I'm in the dumbwaiter? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Doesn't make you dumb. Whew. Yeah. You're going to. I'm going to get smacked. Yeah, you get
0: smacked for one bludgeoning damage as. OW! You- <laughs>
1: Does that, that sounded like Biggles, everyone?
0: <laughs> that Who's out like the there? Boss. boss, is that you?
1: Biggles, are you down there?
0: Why would you do that? And you just hear this voice echoing in some strange chamber until you stop. And it's at that moment, Dodge, that the door that you are in front of got it, slides, it open boss. slides open. And there's hey. a Biggles. I got it. Both of y'all. Ow! <laughs> which one of you was that that really hurt Uh, dodge. I think that was
4: dodge on that
1: uh, <laughs> one that was definitely open dodge. The door.
4: that's what I mean that's what you pay me to do I open stuff yes refrain from opening stuff until we tell well, you Yan-yan please told me to open it. smart told you to open it. it sounds like <laughs> a it
2: sounds like a management problem so I'm just gonna head on upstairs and you guys can patch <laughs> it out right on here right
4: on here <laughs> I am curious about these uh, elevators that I found throughout this building, though. Maybe there's more.
0: There could be. Would you like to crawl back inside and see what else you can do with the levers?
1: Yeah. I'm in the the middle of investigating this. I really just love this because your character is this person. (laughs) You're like, yeah, "Yeah,
0: (laughs) this is great. I'm loving this. All right, so you crawl back inside and you the other one. I'm, I want to see if it goes have, up.
4: Have, have, Wait,
0: did it, it, it went down, right? So give me, give me an uh, insight roll to see if you kind of can put together what you did when you flipped right. the lever. Let's just say you flipped the lever on the right and you pushed it up.
4: Yeah, so that's going to be an 18.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you realize that, oh, this lever has kind of a few notches on it, and it only goes up. And you push it up one notch. But I
4: also, there's two levers, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to see if there's one that opens the door from the inside. Like if there's a way for me to get out.
0: The, the way for you to get out appears to be that you just have to kind of use the, your hands and put some pressure on this door and slide it up once it has arrived at its destination. It's not meant to have a handle on the inside. Sure. Because it's not meant for a person
4: but I'm know, wondering later. like
1: passing laundry upstairs and yeah.
4: stuff it was locked for them and then it smashed me in the head so
0: it smashed you in the head because you were down below getting into the getting into it as it as it and you crawled into it then you flipped the lever and your head was kind of leaning out and so as it raised up you hit your head on the on the wall does okay. that make sense yeah yeah mm-hmm. before you pulled your head in all the way sure And once it arrived at its destination, then that door unlocked. Okay. And that's where I am now? Yes. Okay, great. Well, I want to get out. Okay, so you you get out then. You're on the balcony with your friends. Okay. All right. So now you guys are all on the balcony. Right.
1: I'm going to go up the staircase uh, up to the next
0: level. Okay, great. So, Matias, you're down on the floor with... Holly, and she sees this whole just kind of
5: four stooges bit I happening like on the balcony. Of sound. Yeah, just like just hearing like and a it, smack. It, kind
0: of, ah, what are you guys doing? I don't know. If, what, what, just like all this yelling. Yeah, yeah, all this yelling, um, and she uh, she just the, the the root that she's chewing on just kind of stops in her mouth as she stares wide eyed at this and looks at you, and she says, "So I can only assume
3: that you are the." Brains behind this? Mm, I have no explanation for these people at all. I actually literally just met them. Um, tell me, I'm going to go up in this this tower. Is there anything that I should know about that I might prepare myself for?
0: She thinks hard for a minute, and she says, again, it's been close to a decade, or two decades since I've been here, and he was... Rather eccentric, but I—I—I think that you are more than fine. I, there's
3: no evidence that anything's been here in almost as long. Thank you. I shall go help my idiot friends, coworkers. They're not my friends. She looks the at
0: co-workers. you and she gets a kind of a concerned look on her on her face, and she says, "Good luck." Yes, I believe it will require ma- a lot of luck. Thank you. And you, yeah, Ellis has sat down on the floor kind of across the room from her and he's watching this conversation and he just... <laughs> he pulls out a root and he's kind of chuckling and just shaking his head. Oh, is
3: that is that a Mandrake root that you have? Only a fool would chew on Mandrake. It was a guess. Sorry, I shall go meet up with my friends. You presume me to be a fool. No offense. I shall leave now and I
5: scurry away like backing away. As you get almost to the top
0: of the stairway up onto the balcony and your friends are beginning to climb up the spiral staircase. Holly says to you, almost to the room, like she's remembering. She says, although they never did find his body. (laughs) Come on, man. All right. Hey everyone, Blake here. Just wanted to take a quick moment as usual before we continue with the story to say once again, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We know there's a lot going on out there and the fact that you give us your time and your ear means a lot to us and we really appreciate it. So um, if you want to reach out, you want to get to know a little bit more about us, about the characters, about the world, you can check out our website. We've got a website with uh, ways to get in touch with us and some info on us and other things, it will constantly be updating it. I'm hoping to eventually put up some maps of the tower that I will hand draw. <laughs> so for better, or for worse, yeah. Uh, but uh, our website is diceboys.com, and that's spelled boys b o y z. diceboys.com, and there's a contact link on there. You can send us an email. The other thing that we would really love, we want to hear your D and D stories. There, under that same contact link, there is a voicemail number that you can call and you can leave us a voicemail telling us about a funny moment, hilarious moment, memorable moment, a moment that pissed you off, a great D&D story. And we just want to we want to feature that. We want to share other people's stories, too, and put that at the end of an episode. So, yeah, go to our website, DiceBoys.com. That's B-O-Y-Z. Reach out to us. I'd also love to hear... Any questions you have about the world or my DM style or anything, uh, send me an email. I would love to hear from our listeners and answer any questions any of you have about anything. Uh, well, anything <laughs> anything related to the podcast, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. Uh, this isn't this isn't Savage Love. I'm not gonna be helping you. I'm helping you in that domain. I don't think. And last but not least, if you like what we're doing. Please leave a review on whatever podcast service you're using, and that'll help us a lot to get into the ears of other people. So, once again, thanks everybody. But uh, that's enough from me. Let's go back to the table and roll some more dice. right so the five of you begin to ascend from this balcony up this spiral staircase to the next floor that is where this staircase ends is on this next floor it does not go up another floor you see a little hallway off to your right that ends abruptly in front of a small halfling sized door three feet off the ground Extending directly in front of you is a dark hallway that leads to another spiral staircase in the center of the tower that goes up to the next floor. Just past that spiral staircase is a doorway, and in this hallway on the left is a door, and on the right is a door. You're taking this all in, and it's completely dark up here, and you hear just another crackle of thunder. At this point, you can hear the wind blowing the rain into the sides of the tower.
2: Look, boss, this place is definitely haunted.
0: It sure
4: does give me that feeling as well. I don't like ghosts, guys.
1: Don't say that. Don't say that.
3: Uh, Just because you say that you do not like ghosts does not mean that they are not there and that we'll have to deal with them. I know, I know. I'm just saying, we must be real about the the reality of ghosts that are there, that by talking about them in the negative does not make them go away. In fact, it probably makes them dislike us. Mm, Almost
4: definitely.
1: If you believe in them, then they leave you alone. That is what I have read Mm. and believe to know. Uh, I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) Oh, you're a gullible one. We've got a lot uh, on our (laughs) plates for the day ahead. (laughs) I suggest we uh, find a place to rest. So should we? I we should we make our way to keep making our way to the rooms.
2: Uh, where are they? I don't know.
0: Holly ha- told you that they, they were, were upstairs. Upstairs.
1: Yes. Yeah, so yeah.
0: which is I where we are.
1: We are upstairs, and so we to keep looking the for them.
0: So yeah, as you guys are having this conversation, Biggle just starts walking down the hallway and opens the door on the left. And Biggle, you see into this room, and you see. A cozy little library big shelves of books and one single chair in there well I have found my room I'll see you in the morning
4: and you shut the door yep. <laughs> you shut the door and behind I you curl up in the in the chair and uh, cozy on up okay and uh, try to close my eyes
1: okay great uh, I'll go to the door on the right okay
0: you open the door on the right And you see three single beds, each with a little nightstand next to it and a coat rack and one simple dresser kind of up against the wall. And there's a painting hanging kind of on the wall above these three beds. And it's a kind of evocative slash maybe even erotic painting of a forest nymph very scantily covered in leaves, and it's almost like it's looking right at you.
1: I believe this is your room, boys. Okay. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Um. Okay. Yeah. Boss, you think that's the
3: painting? This would make our job very easy if this was a painting.
1: I believe we will know the painting when... We will know it when
3: it is a painting.
1: Okay. Uh... Well then, I guess I'll just take the bed on the
3: left over here. Great. I will take whatever bed is available to me.
2: I'm gonna. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, gonna I'm gonna keep watch out here in the hallway. see myself getting too much shut eye here.
3: <laughs> oh yes, yeah. because it's a ghost. Yeah, Matthias. Again, we can talk freely about the ghosts. If they are here, they're here. They're here. I'm sure. I'm. Um, yeah. Just can we just not talk about them? All right, wonderful. If you want to believe that there are no ghosts, then we will not talk about ghosts with you. I didn't you. say that
5: I didn't believe in them.
3: I said I didn't <laughs> want to talk about them. Fair enough. We will not talk about the invisible spirits of the deceased. I Thank will you. go to sleep.
0: This is going to be a great night of sleep for the two of you in here.
1: <laughs> yeah, as, as, as you guys are having this conversation, yon just slowly closes the door.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now, Yon-Yon, it's you and Dodge standing in the hallway.
1: It seems you have an investigative spirit as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. By Bigel's reaction, I can assume that he founds the library, so would you like to check out these other doors with me? There's only one other door.
2: Yeah, let's see what's up.
0: Yon, Yon, you lead the way, and you walk around this spiral staircase in the center, and get to this other door, and you open it, and you open into what you can only conclude is the master bedroom there is a huge paned glass window directly across the room from you you can just hear the rain beating against it and you can see in the now evening light sheets of rain sliding across this paned glass window and you can see through that the tops of the trees fraying about as this summer storm blows through the forest. To your right is a large four-poster bed and to your left is a wardrobe or an armoire and just next to that is another large painting of four figures. In Daj, you walk in and you see this as well and you two are standing in were it not for the pounding rain on the window and the occasional peal of thunder standing in complete silence. And it does almost feel like there is a ghost in this room, although there is not actually a ghost in this room. But it has that eerie quality to it. So I'm right at home. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is captivating. (laughs) I'm all spoopy. Yeah, I'm about it. So in, in the sound of rain and thunder, you slowly make your way across the room toward this painting. You see that it's depicting a young looking human wizard who looks like he's not from Sesoria and a cloaked human rogue with a scowl and a beautiful wood elf, female wood elf and a dwarf and the dwarf in the painting has a fiery copy, coppery beard and a strange scar above his brow. And they're all grinning, smiling.
1: You're a perceptive person, Dodge. Do you see the painting across there? I reckon that's,
2: uh. Amadeus and his old boys back in the
1: day. So it seems he at one time knew this was it. Potentially. I told you he wasn't telling us everything. That is why we hired you. <laughs> well, I am quite tired. I think I will stay in here for the night.
2: Good night, Dodge. Yeah, I'm just going to poke around for a minute, see myself out.
1: Feel free. And I'll shut the door behind me.
0: Okay, so yeah, Dodge steps out into the hall, and you shut the door. So, Alok and Matthias are falling asleep to the increasingly slumbery conversation about the existence of ghosts. Biggle, you've curled up in this leather chair in the library and the smell of old books is lulling you as it kind of couples with the rhythmic sounds of the rain and you drift off to sleep. Alok, you anxiously, finally drift off to sleep, as do you, Matthias. Yon-Yon, do you get into the bed and go to sleep or sleep on the floor? or, or...
1: Is there a desk of any kind? There is not. There's not just as basic sleeping quarters. Um, I just kind of I would just stare at the painting for a little while, kind of laying in the bed, legs crossed. Cuz I assume it's behind the mattress. Uh, no, it's across the room from the bed. Okay, next, then yeah, next to the arm I would wall. just kind of sit in the bed and
0: stare at the painting for a while. Okay, kind of propped you got your head propped up against the headboard a little bit.
1: Yeah, I would be I'll hands be, folded on your stomach and I'd also be staring at this the wizard like very intently to see if it moves in any way and or if there's any sort of i remember seeing that painting in amadeus's estate that kind of had that shimmer to it or had it seemed more, more than was there than it met
0: the eye the one in the entryway that yeah had the the silhouette of the dragon yeah so he's just kind of
1: focusing on this painting
0: no. yeah and this one it, nothing weird happens with it you just kind of stare at it contemplative, contemplatively and eventually you feel the weight of your eyelids bring you into sleep. And that leaves you, Daj, out in the yeah, hallway. I'm
2: just kind of pacing slowly, getting real pensive with it, lost in mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm occasionally looking at the, what else on the floor below? I can see them, right?
0: Uh, Not really. I can really, see, the floor below, they, I see the floor below. If you walk over to the staircase that you came up, From you can see a little bit of the balcony. I'm kind of just that's about it
2: walking this floor slowly. I don't really think I'll get too much sleep. I'll probably like sit down at the sort of front of that hallway that goes up again.
0: Okay, sit down at some point. Okay, sit down Uh, at the foot of the stairs that go up, chill there, try to nod off. Okay, yeah, eventually. Your anxieties and your edginess slowly gives way to exhaustion. Just the, the tumult of the day takes over, and you drift off to sleep. Matthias, you were the first to wake from your reverie in the middle of the night. And
5: a do you snore a Watercolor. I wouldn't say I snore, but... Um, yeah, absolutely snores. I'll say yeah. sometimes I talk in my sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but nonsense words? Like, something in the...
1: I would say I'm... <laughs> uh, Almost like I'm... You can tell I'm, I'm fighting something in my sleep.
0: Okay. Great. I love that. So Matias, you wake to his mumblings <nees> and thrashing abouts, jolts, and jerks. In bed, and he's way too big for this little guest bed. It's like a twin bed. Yeah. (laughs) And you can still hear the rain pounding.
5: Hmm.
3: Maybe he was true about the ghosts. He seems disturbed. And do you just lay there in bed? I would probably get
5: up and kind of wander around the room a little bit very quietly, and just kind of examine everything and look out the window and watch the storm.
0: There's not really anything... There's not really anything in this room other than that really yeah. simple furnishings. It's a guest room. Yeah. There's a pla- there, like I said there's a coat rack for people to hang their cloaks. There's there's this painting that this wizard apparently thought would be inviting to people, but it is strangely erotic.
5: Mhm. Yeah, I'm doing standard, you know, elf things, you know, and you don't sleep. For a long period of time, you thinking. Just, you're thinking yeah, you're thinking about kind of struggle out. between the proletariat and the ruling class a hundred percent Yeah, no. Yeah Wo- watching watching a just like thrash about <laughs> very Yeah int- qu- quizzically. Okay, great. Yawn yawn Right around
0: this time, although you don't know it. You also wake up from your reverie In the exact same position that you fell asleep with your hands kind of crossed on Your belly and your your feet crossed and your head leaning up against the floorboard.
1: (laughs) I imagine like a teenage girl on the phone, but you know what I mean, like kind of like. Never mind, it's a bad joke.
0: I don't know. Yeah, like sitting on the phone,
1: like oh, like (laughs) hi, Brad. Like
0: (laughs) that's more. I more see that on the stomach with the legs up crossed behind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's what I thought. You were the opposite. (laughs) I thought you were laying on your back. Yeah. All right, but yeah, you could have turned around in the middle of the night and had <laughs> had t- and taken classic teenage girl on phone pose. Yeah. That's fine. I'd like to I don't up want, I look, I don't want to railroad how your character <clears throat> sleeps, all right? Right, right? Um
1: yeah, so I would I would start kind of investigating the room slightly. Um okay. I would want to start you said there was a um like a chest or a
0: uh it's an armoire, like a a, a standing wardrobe
1: basically. Yeah, I would that's where I'd start. Okay. I would open it,
0: and I yeah. assume it
1: opens up or out. Yeah,
0: it's two, two old wooden mm-hmm. doors, and there's dust on them. Mm-hmm. And you open it up, and you see a collection of purple robes with kind of fancy gold embroidery. And you've seen this robe before. It's in the painting. Worn by the wizard.
5: Yes, but there's like five of them. So this is like your classic, like... Dude has you know twelve pairs of khaki pants. Exactly.
0: Doug's
3: closet.
1: Nice,
5: good, good, good pull.
1: Um, are there drawers beneath it, or is it? Does it just swing open? It it just swings open. I want to push the robes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: you kind of point your finger, the, your two hands in between the robes, and slide them along the thing.
1: And I want to knock on the back of the wardrobe. Great. You knock
0: on the back, and it sounds hollow. You're, they're not hollow. It just, it just feels flimsy. You, you get a flimsy feel as your knuckles wrap
1: into it. Um, okay. I'm going to push, push it shut again, close mm-hmm. the armoire. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to head over to the room I saw Biggles come out of, or go into. Okay. So as you
0: come out, you see Dodge asleep on the stairs, the foot of this spiral stairs in the center that lead up to the next room.
1: Um, Yeah, I walk over to Biggles' room and just open the door and come inside, and I assume I see Biggles just curled up in a chair. No, I've been awake the whole time.
0: Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay, so retract my earlier statement. The the lull... It lulled you to sleep and you startled awake real quick and decided. Actually,
4: I was falling asleep and the smell of the books is what kept me awake. Awesome. Love it. And so I immediately just started working my way through the bookshelf. Okay. Uh, I'm looking for books about this tower, books about the wizard, books about the wood elves who live here. Um. Anything about what might be in this tower or any sort of weird experiments that this wizard has done Those are like that's what biggles is looking for
0: great Unfortunately You don't find anything that nothing jumps out from reading the spines of these books as as being Particularly pertinent to those subjects. You do find some easy Yeah, you do find some standard Books, some of which might be of interest to you. You uh-huh. find some books on botany. Oh, yeah. Some books on astronomy. hmm And some books on alchemy. Oh, yeah. You also find a whole massive section, almost an entire shelf, that appears to be, by your best guess, lowbrow romance. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know who the author is? You you are abs. You tell me if you would be familiar with lowbrow romance authors or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, who's your favorite?
4: Oral Rockhard. Yeah, Oral Rockhard no. is yeah. definitely uh, yeah. my favorite. There's,
0: there's one. There's well, one by someone named Stanielle Deal. Another one by somebody named Rora Naberts, But That's. Do they have a couple yeah. of
1: pictures of like a guy with flowing blonde hair on the cover too?
4: Absolutely, they do. Yeah, probably. There's actually. <laughs> just can't get in the story, but <laughs> I have to share this story right now. I'm sorry we're we can cut this out. We spent an entire day at work taking romance novels and photoshopping Aaron Riesberg's face oh into oh my all my of yes. <laughs> them. Yes. just putting them on our Instagram pages, and they are delightful. That's all, so yeah, all the ones that I know of are this man with this other guy's face, okay,
0: all right, so. I'm going to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you would probably pick up one of these books on alchemy and be studying yeah. that. Mm-hmm.
4: And, and I got them out. All the ones that I found, I just have on the floor all around me.
0: Great. So, Yon Yon, you emerge into the library to see a a just a pool of open books, circle a moat of open books circled around this chair where Biggle is sitting cartoonishly small in a normal size chair with a tome, just taking over his entire lap. <sighs> Yan <Yan-yan>. Yan, <laughs> Did you stay up all night again, Biggles? Uh, well, it probably hasn't been
4: all night yet. There's so much information here. I haven't seen a library like this since
1: we were in school. Um, would you like to join me for a moment? Just shut the door. No, 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 I need you to come with me. Uh, okay. Um, and I want to take him to the room with the painting. hmm And I want to point the painting out to Biggles. Do you... Do you notice anything about this
4: painting? Do I notice anything about this painting? Well, I... Well, that looks like... Amadeus. That's
1: about all I got. Do you remember earlier when... She said... Holly said that her mother had an arrangement with the wizard. Yes, I, I recall. Do you see the wood elf woman? You think that's her? I think that might be Holly's mother.
0: Yon-Yon, at this point, I'd like for you to give me another insight, or an insight roll, as you're looking at the painting.
1: Uh, it's going to be a 15.
0: The wood elf in this painting resembles the wood elf in the stained glass window. And the human in this painting resembles the human in the stained glass window.
1: Do you verbalize this realization, or... Yeah, um, it seems that the people in the painting also match the stained glass windows.
0: And as you say that, you hear the sound of shattering glass. You hear yelling and a loud crack of thunder that didn't come from the sky, but came from the front door being smashed open. And you hear yelling and voices and the sounds of combat and a blood-curdling scream, which you recognize as Holly's voice yelling out, No, Ellis! Yes, yes, it is. If you're not thinking that, sorry for the confusion. Uh, Boy, more people keep showing up at this tower, and the players just keep uncovering more and more mystery, more and more backstory with Amadeus and this wizard, and now this tribe of wood elves, and what even is going on at this tower. Find out next week. Episode 4 comes out. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I want to say thank you to Sometown Coffee Roasters. For their passion project grant And helping us fund our equipment budget I want to say thank you to the band Beach Party For letting us use their song Carelessly Defined Off the album Broken Machine You can check them out at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com And as always Thank you Everyone that's listening to this Thank you so much for all the stories you create All the time you spend with your friends Imagining Gaming Having a good time That's what this is all about Couldn't do it without you Keep it up, and remember, the right play is the fun play.
1: My name is Paul McCarthy. I played once. I don't know the name of my character, my group, any of that in high school, my friend played D&D on the slide with his other group of friends, his uh, self-proclaimed nerd friends. Uh, I probably was a nerd myself, but thought I was cooler than that. He said, hey, you got to play this game. And I said, yeah, no, I think people are still playing that. Very surprising because uh, we the, all had middle school friends who did it. I jumped in with super reluctance. Didn't think it was a great idea at all had the time of my life, which surprised the shit out of me, and uh, was creative, it was beautiful, it was good to see a side of my
3: friend I hadn't seen before, uh, but somehow never returned to it. Good luck, guys.